the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Yeah, it's Friday Eve. Thank Jesus. Thank Jesus. And thank you, Jesus, that we ended. I think we finally reached the end of at least this week's impeachment inquiry. And in fact, I think it I think it did finally come to an end. And it was not exactly the explosion that the left was looking for. Let me tell y'all, we're going to talk about it all down tonight. I got uh, two of my faves on tonight, Brian Maloney, as well as James Herson. And uh, we're going to we're going to be talking about Miss Fiona Schill in her British accent, trying to sound so, so knowledgeable. And every time she spoke in her British accent, love, I kept wondering why in the world we have a British chippy over here in America running our national security agency, the NSC. What the what? 888-344-1170. I'm curious if you guys watched today, what your thoughts were. I'm also curious if any of y'all watched last night's Democrat debate, because I didn't watch the debates, but I watched some of the coverage and some of the misery. I got You know the impeachments have gone bad for them when they didn't talk about it. I didn't see the debates, but I saw the debate analysis afterwards, even on like the clown network, the Clinton clown network over there, CNN. And they were saying that they think that some impeachment fatigue uh, was happening and they really didn't think last night was a good idea to have the Dem- it wasn't a good idea to have the Democrat debates last night. But I'm curious as to what you guys might think. 888-344-1170. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K Show. I'm on Instagram at Andrea K Show. I'm streaming live right now on Facebook at Andrea K. No, I don't snap or do anything else. I mean, good grief. That's enough, isn't it? What else do you people want from me? (laughs) Anyway, speaking of people, I'm going to bring in one of my favorite people of all time right now. That's right. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. A very able carrot. Quite famous in his own right. Hey, does anyone want Carrot Sticks? Get him out of here. All right, that's it. Usually you like come in and say something. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Stay woke. Yeah, stay woke. Um, yeah, you know what? I think we've got some fatigue on talking about this topic. So we're actually going to get into a couple of other things later on in the show. Some some uh, cultural topics that we have. Uh, P- Popey, Mr. Pope, no offense to my Catholic people out there. But by the way, we're going to talk about the Pope because later on in the show. Because he's actually got an announcement that he's, ma- that he's decided to make. He's added a, he's added a sin to the list. Okay, um, DJ Sticks right now is looking at me like, at, what did he add to the Ten Commandments? Well, you know, it, he pretty much did. Okay, so we got to talk about that. Yes, yeah, say what? I need and to you, know if I've been sinning. Well, what's that? I said, I need to know if I've been sinning. I well, know what the sin is. If any of y'all, you know, wonder if you've sinned, you know, you could just open up your Bible, right? You know, you ain't got to go to the blog post of Pope Franny or whatever his name is. And let me tell y'all, I don't want to hear that I'm being disrespectful to the Catholic, you know, people out there because I got family all over the state of Louisiana, the only state divided by Catholic parish. Okay. And none of them like this Pope. I'm, I'm guessing it has something to do with not recycling. Um, I, I'm trying to tease it out, man. Okay, sorry, but this Pope's a little hippie. <laughs> All right. So, um, so today was the final day. We had, we had two, uh, the, the finale today 
Um, you know, I guess if you were to use a, a sports analogy, this is was supposed to be like the top two teams, right? This was was supposed to be the two teams from either the NSC, the NFC, or the AFC, right? You 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 save your best for last, right? Well, let me tell you, these two went down in flames, and all they did was confirm today that this every one of them, the entire group of them, completely proven today and really brought to light today is the fact that when you listen to this woman Fiona Hill talk on top of everybody else that's gone before her and this entire thing is about the fact that just like the deep state unelected bureaucrats in the FBI and the DOJ partnered with the Democrats because they felt like that the Democrats wanted to keep Trump out of office and wanted to remove him from office after after he in the event that he won the FBI and the DOJ unelected bureaucrats actually but are actually operating under the under the belief if not the accurate belief that they're really in control of the United States government so they partnered together to try to prevent Trump from to spy on the Trump campaign to cover up the crimes of a democrat who they wanted to inst- in, install into the presidency and then tried to create some insurance policy, continuing to spy, continuing with phony investigations to remove Trump from office. What have we had in these past two weeks? We have had now just another set at the at the State Department and the NSC of unelected bureaucrats who were power mad, who have been operating as though not understanding and recognizing the Constitution that they work for President Trump, who is the commander in chief and who sets foreign policy. But they've actually been operating as spies, monitoring him and actually coming forward as though they're giving some kind of performance review. They have partnered then because they believe that they are in charge of this government and and feel entitled to remove somebody with whom they disagree. They've decided to spy inside of the White House as well as the rest of our, you know, in a variety of different locations and then partnered with the Democrats to remove him from office. That's what was proven here, and I don't know how and why the Democrats seem to think that this is a winning argument for anybody. Did they think we've got Brian Maloney who's going to come on in a minute from Red Wave America, and I'm, and, and, you know, I, I'm sure he watched the debates last night. This is not going to result in President Trump being removed from office. This is not going to result in any Republican who voted for Trump in, in 2016 to not vote for Trump. I have to believe that uh, that somehow, but somehow they they must think that some. I, I don't know if they think. That maybe, just maybe, given how bad their Democrats are that they've got running for office, that maybe they can peel off just enough that in combination with their election fraud that they've got going on around the country, that that's somehow how they can beat them in 2020. Or is it, as I'm seeing on Twitter, Republicans like Heard, this guy who's not running for, for re-election out of Texas, who's but besties with Beto, who's you know now saying that President Trump did something wrong and that phone call was inappropriate. Maybe there, I, I understand President Trump's going to be meeting with Mitt Romney and Susan Collins to try to shore up support for the Senate. Maybe the play is to just to not really about the election, not really about trying to sway the voters, but maybe it's about trying to sway the Republicans in office. But I'm looking at this and thinking there is no way with what's been presented. There better not be any way that the Republicans are going along with this push that we're seeing on, on Twitter to push them to, uh, to decide to vote with anonymity. You can't be anonymous when you are the you are the party that is in charge of the Senate and you vote to get rid of the president of the United States. That's not anonymous. 
Um, one of the things that jumped out at me that is an incredible concern and should be to, to every American is these two witnesses today, Fiona Schill and Holmes, in combination with everyone that came before, have absolutely spied on the president of the United States. This guy, Holmes, who didn't, who nobody heard of, provided no testimony until, what, Friday, sits there before the United States of America today and says he overheard a phone call of the president of the United States with an ambassador to the European Union and was supposedly so upset by it that he told all of his family and friends. I did not hear one Republican say, wait, wait, wait a second. You just told the American people and Congress that you leaked classified information. Every presidential phone call is confidential. It's privileged. Only President Trump can decide to release the transcripts or reveal what he talks about in his private phone calls. That man should have immediately been let out in cuffs on top of Inman. It's astounding to me. That we have had a parade of of criminals come before Congress as a part part of a coup attempt to remove my president from office. We've got more we've got to get into to this, uh, particularly given the fact that this woman, Fiona Hill, comes forward today as as a Russian expert. Her role today, Sondland's role yesterday, was supposedly to just, you know, blow blow the lid off of it, try to prove that everybody was in on it. There was a quid pro quo. Today, Fiona Schill's role was to come back and remind everybody that President Trump is a puppet for Putin and that there's a bunch of nonsense with Ukraine, which, uh, you know, um, which her opening statement, in my opinion, could be considered perjury. It didn't work. And um, more importantly, uh, you know, I, I I don't understand why we uh, see I'm starting to get into I got to be careful because I don't want to say anything negative about, you know, I do believe that you can come into this country and become a naturalized citizen. I have I have I have friends of mine that immigrated to the to this country and now naturalized citizens. They're absolutely against what the left is trying to do to, to transform us into Venezuela. They're absolutely pro-Second Amendment. They're some of the most—you look at Sebastian Gorka. I, 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 I don't think that we can say that her issue has anything at all to do with her being British. Her issue has everything at all to do with her being a Democrat and a Democrat plant, as well as her ties to Bill Clinton and the Steele dossier. So we got to talk about that and more with Brian Maloney on the other side of the break. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea K here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets paid off or not go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. 
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-587-0698. 800-587-0698. That's 800-587-0698. Hi, this is Ed Martin, host of the Ed Martin Movement, heard weeknights at 9 p.m. If you're looking for intelligent and conservative answers, you can find them right here on The Answer San Diego. If you live in North County, you can hear those answers on FM 96.1 and still on AM 1170 when in San Diego. That means you get Hugh, Gallagher, Prager, Gorka, Elder K, Horn, and me, Eagle Ed Martin, on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego. We are The Answer San Diego. It's good to ask for advice, but what if you're getting advice from the wrong people? That's why I wrote the book, Financial Detox, and why I'm inviting you to listen to our radio program. Hi, I'm Jason Labrum of Intelligence Driven Advisors. Join us for Financial Detox Saturday afternoons at 1.30. At Intelligence Driven Advisors, we give you a written plan, one that's research-based and truly customized, giving you the highest probability of achieving your goals. Call us at 877-707-8889. Learn more at IDAWealth.com. That's IDAWealth.com. Hello, San Diego. Dennis Prager here to welcome in the cooler fall days and colder evenings that are already upon us. Although we can't control the often unpredictable Southern California weather, we absolutely do have control over how we can enjoy our evenings as we approach the winter season. The warm hearth fireside and patio shop in La Mesa knows just how to keep you and your family warm and comfortable. It's in their name. Inside or out, burning gas or wood, their expert team has the experience to outfit your home on your budget with the perfect fireplace. However, it's still San Diego. Compliment your home with a big green egg, Schrager, or Green Mountain Grill and show all of your friends in the Midwest how you can grill hot dogs in shorts and flip-flops in the middle of autumn. The warm hearth fireside and patio shop on the corner of Jackson and La Mesa Boulevard, less than a minute away from the 8 Freeway. Hurry in Monday through Saturday or anytime at warmhearthfireplaceandpatio.com. FM 96.1 North County. And AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. All right, Andrea, it's not Friday. You can't just sit here and dance and enjoy yourself tonight. But uh, we're playing Return of the Mac because we got a Mac Daddy back with us tonight to talk about this shift show that went down as well as the shift show that was on last night, Democrats debate. So I must be talking about my buddy, Brian Maloney from red wave America. Hey buddy, welcome back to the show. <laughs> Love that intro. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So, um, that well, just perks me up. I'll well, tell you. Well, good. Um, we need a little perking up after the dreary yes, that has been this yes. week. I mean, we get this 
I, I would call him a poor cow, which is what we say, you know, it's the equivalent of saying bless your heart to somebody in the South. This dude who comes forward out of nowhere that he has heard this phone call with Trump and with Sondland. And he was so horrified by it, Brian Maloney, that he went and told all of his family and friends. OK, oh, by first of all, oh, by the way, that's illegal. You've committed a crime. Right. Second of all, then it became the big the big um shameful moment i don't know if you saw what happened then with chris cuomo did you see what happened well i'm not sure what particular thing you were but you referred a moment ago to that he was blabbing it he was blabbing it to people on vacation he was blabbing it to random people um i mean yeah 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 no it's unbelievable yeah no and so then what happened was president trump being absolutely brilliant at trolling everybody and trolling the impeachment hearings in real time he tweets out how was this guy able to hear this phone call when i didn't have it on speakerphone so then chris cuomo decide i mean think about that for a moment this dude is sitting there he's trying to impeach a free and fairly elected president of the united states running all over the world bad mouthing him relaying what he thinks is is according to him a class a, a classified privileged phone call that he really didn't even hear because it was on speakerphone so then chris cuomo decides he's going to try to prove tr- president trump wrong calls up his mother oh, yes <laughs> and did you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, just, it didn't click. There's so much going on. No, that, and he couldn't do it. He couldn't do yeah. it. So, okay, so that dude is completely out of the water. I mean, just completely humiliated. Then we got Fiona Hill, whose whole thing today was about trying to redirect everybody back to Trump being Putin's puppet. Her whole thing was uh, it was a falsehood about Ukraine ever interfering in our election. And I never heard one Republican say to her, which is what I would have done. I, first of all, I would have picked out, pulled out my nail file and I would have been sitting there giving myself a manicure, which is what I used to do when I couldn't stand people in meetings in corporate America as a way to show them that I was bored by them and what they were saying was worthless. <laughs> then when it was my time, I would have said to her, Ms. Hill, you being such an expert in world affairs, can you please can you please tell me the global agreement between all the other state governments around the world, recognized state actors around the world, that only one uh, state government, what, only one other government can attempt to interfere in a U.S. presidential election at a time? Well, and what you have here are just swamp creatures that are crawling out one by one. And a lot of what you're hearing them say is they simply don't agree with Trump's foreign policy. Well, that's not a reason to impeach him. And we keep hearing that over and over. Well, they just don't like his policy. Well, I, you know, I'm tough luck. Right. I mean, presidents are elected. Sometimes you agree with them, sometimes you don't. But what we have are career State Department officials who fundamentally hate the United States of America and project that hatred all, all over the world in these positions in all these various countries. And the one thing they cannot stand is any shred of patriotism or love for America or anyone who wants to act in our best interest. What a concept. Right. And then on top of it, she's sitting there trying to act like she is such an expert around the way of the world that there's no possible way that Ukraine tried to interfere. And the reality is, you know, her as well as all the rest of them somehow have an amazing ability to recall every detail of every media interview from Rudy Giuliani, but absolutely none of these ex- experts has any idea about the Ukraine interference in, in 2016. No idea about what, what that Joe Biden threatened to withhold billion dollars in aid to Ukraine. No idea that the DNC and Chalupa was over there or trying to orchestrate a- against America. No idea of any of that. No, not, none, none idea of that whatsoever, but we're supposed to believe that these people are experts. What I don't understand, Brian Maloney, is that why at, at no point in the impeachment hearings did any Republican bring up the fact 
that a, the Ukrainian there was a Ukrainian indictment that the Ukraines the Ukrainians yes. themselves started an investigation in February. It has resulted in an indictment that um, right. that's not just against the head of Burisma, but actually claims that Hunter Biden and his partners received a uh, seventeen million dollars for their services, uh, which had nothing at all to do with the, with the company. It had to do evidently he, according to this article. Zero Hedge, that Biden received money that did not come from the company's successful operation, but from money stolen from citizens. Um, mm-hmm. yep. And then on top of it, uh, according to um, other reports, one of the members of parliament announced in the same press conference um, that the family of ex Ukrainian President Yunovich, or whatever his name is, funneled $7.5 billion through an American investment firm, Franklin Templeton Investments, which has connections to the U.S. Democrat Party. And, oh, by the way, that includes Adam Schiff. Nobody's talking about this today. So no wonder this woman had to come out and try to redirect it back to Russia, right? Well, that's exactly right. And that was... That announcement was made by the Ukraine official press agency uh, through a press release that the American media, as I predicted when it came out and posted accordingly, I said, this will be buried. They won't cover it. And they didn't. And I mean, it was a bombshell. And what's fascinating is, I mean, the, the American media has no interest in pursuing the Biden angle of this at all, especially Hunter. And Hunter's becoming such an unbelievable embarrassment at this point. I mean, not only his professional life, but his personal life. I don't know how much longer they can ignore the, the uh, elephant in the, in the room here, because yeah. Hunter is a walking disaster. <laughs> uh, I think his father doesn't have a prayer of getting the nomination. I don't think he has a prayer. Yeah, who was, what was Bill, didn't Bill Clinton have a shady brother, or was that Hillary Clinton? Uh, well, he'll, uh, well, or did Bill they both? And, and, well, well, Hillary Clinton had Hugh Rodham and uh, t- uh, Tony Rodham and, uh, Oh, I was sitting next to them at a, oh, once in, a, in a, this um, radio talk radio convention. I was so weird. Hillary Clinton's mother was sitting in front of me, and <laughs> Alan Dershowitz was leading this little talk in a small room of talk show hosts. And the, and I guess they wanted to do talk radio. It was really weird sitting by them. I tell you that. Yeah, and then, oh, we had Roger Clinton. Then we had I think I think Jimmy Carter had the shady oh, brother. Roger, yes, yes, yeah, that's he, right, that's right. right. So they all had shady siblings, including yeah. Jimmy Carter. He had Bill, Billy, right? Wasn't wasn't Billy <laughs> Carter like? <laughs> well, he I don't know how shady. He just had his beer, and I don't know if he was. He was just eccentric. He but, was kind of funny. He was, he was at least fun. But I mean, these, these other ones are right. more mobbed up. Well, right, but you know, so here we've got here we've got you know uh the, a dude who's running for president of the united states whose son has been running all over the world with him as vice president that you know um doing all kinds of shady deals meanwhile you look at president trump his kids are like the poster child for for successful the next generation and you know uh, biden by the way was peter Ducey, i think tried to pin um biden down today oh congratulations on your son making you a grandfather again that's a private matter he said um, what makes me a cr- private matter, yeah. a private matter is that DNA test, you know, yeah. have the DNA test results become, uh, come back negative. It would have been, oh, say that was nothing. You know, I mean, but look, this it's no coincidence that uh, this this failed effort by Deval Patrick to enter the Democratic primary at the last second. That is an Obama Romney last minute plan. Now, it failed, but it's a, it comes from the sense of panic that they have about the candidates currently in the field, especially Biden. Did you I mean, watch this last is about night? Realizing, yeah. 
What can you share? Because oh, I didn't watch it. I, I mean, the only thing I know that happened last night was Biden and, and talking about domestic violence well, kept saying over and over again, we need to punch at it. We need to punch at it. Well, can I just mention the thing that's killing me tonight? This is just yes. coming out tonight. OK, so like an hour ago. So the New York Times is on the rampage against Tulsi Gabbard. OK, because she keeps wearing white. Um, you know, this is I guess this is her trademark thing. The boss. So they are. They are absolutely uh, tearing her to shreds over this. So the New York Times said that her white pantsuit or whatever is the white of avenging angels. I think we lost Brian. And flaming swords of somewhat combative righteousness and the white of cult leader. Oh, am I am I not there? Oh, uh, start over again. We lost you when you first when you first read oh, what the New York Times said. I don't said. know what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so okay. So this is what they said. Uh, so uh, we're talking about when Tulsi Gabbard wears a white suit, right. pants. Right. She is using her white suits to tap into another tradition, the mythical white knight, riding in this. Uh, it's just all this weird stuff. Calling her a cult leader, oh combative righteousness, avenging angels, flaming swords, connotations. Of the, this is the New York Times. Wow. Um, just uh, yeah, no, it, it's like. Yeah. So, I mean, the, it, they're just in a weird mood over there uh, on the left, because I think they realize they just don't have a candidate. They certainly don't want Gabbard to be it. That's for sure. Right. Well, I think that that's uh, I think it's just an example of the fact that you can think that you are immune because you're a liberal or a Democrat, but they will go after you and destroy you if you don't toe the line, because liberalism is really about tyranny. You know, liberalism is where liberty goes to die. I mean, that, you know, it's uh, the Democrat Party is is the, the way they, they go after you through the media with their social media mobs and their press and all that is is basically the media version of Antifa. What do you think they're going to do? Because there is nobody who was on that stage last night that could beat President Trump, which is the reason for the impeachment. I think ultimately what the Democrats are trying to do now is get Republicans in the Senate on their side to, to get him out because it's not going to work yeah, with the voters. Yeah. Um, what, do you, what, what are the Democrats going to do? What's the play? Well, I think I think you're absolutely right about that. It is to try to work over some of the uh, GOP senators that are in marginal states, like maybe a Susan Collins in Maine or something like that. Um, that's one thing. Now, you've got to look at those Wisconsin polls showing Trump moving ahead of everybody on the Democratic side. That's a shocker. Two weeks ago, he was five points behind them all. Now he's ahead. So they're panicked. They don't have a candidate. Elizabeth Warren is not getting the job done the way it looked like she might a few weeks ago. It's been a disaster. So I don't know. They have a great play right now, other than, as you said, co-opting some senators of the Romney wing uh, is probably their best hope. The Romney, you know, undermined from within rhino campaign. That's probably the best they've got. Well, it ain't going to work. I'm hearing today they're trying to get that Michelle Obama in. And let me tell you, Michelle Obama got a lot of she she had never she can't win. And what the what they don't seem to understand is that the Republicans didn't go after her because she was not on the ticket and she was the spouse. And we don't go after first ladies. But let me tell you, Trump will tear her apart. He will tear apart that racist, anti-American Marxist in a second. She there ain't enough glue to keep that wig on, lady. Don't even think it. I don't think she's going to run. I don't think she wants it. Why would she want that job? Why would she want to jump back into that uh, and be and be hated or whatever? Why do it? I mean, why not just retire to the golf course and 
have fun and go do speeches. I don't know why you'd want to go and, and do that if you're her. Power is uh, is uh, an aphrodisiac, my friend, as you well know. You the, you the Mac Daddy. You know all these people that are attracted to the power. Thank you, Brian Maloney. Y'all go like uh, Red Wave America. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Now stay tuned because when we come back, we got James Hertz, Herson, Herson on Hollywood's going to be here. He's got some things to say about that Fiona Schill today. Stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Areas Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. Small businesses drive our nation's economy, employing about half of the country's private sector workforce. Here's the coffee. Thanks so much. When you shop at local small businesses, you help the entire community thrive. Hi, I'm Congressman Mike Quigley. I support local small businesses for the good of our community. Let's help our neighbors thrive. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. What if you could wake up without the burden of owing over $10,000 in taxes to the IRS or state? Call the trusted name in tax resolution, Anthem Tax Services, 866-275-7820. With over 30 years of experience in tax preparation and tax law, we are ready to negotiate your tax debt and reach a settlement that makes sense for you. Anthem saved me nearly $17,000 and settled my debt with the IRS for just $100. 866-275-7820. We are the only company that is confident enough in our services to offer a 100% money-back guarantee if we can't put you in a better position than where you started. All you need to do is call for a free consultation. Call 866-275-7820. You may even qualify to save up to 99% off your tax debt. Call Anthem today and we'll also take care of your tax case study for free, saving you hundreds of dollars. 866-275-7820. 866-275-7820. Your mental health is just as important as your physical health. You are what you eat, what you watch, what you listen to, and what you think. Hi, I'm Cecile Ahrens, licensed therapist and owner of Transcend Therapy. Join me for Get Mental, Saturdays at 6 a.m. We'll talk all things mental health. Get Mental will inform, guide, and connect you on the big and small everyday happenings that affect our mental and emotional well-being. And we'll have a little fun along the way. That's Get Mental, Saturdays at 6 a.m., only on The Answer San Diego. If you listen to the radio at all nowadays, I'm sure you're overwhelmed by the sheer number of solar panel companies out there. They all claim to be the best for one reason or another, and they all promise you something different. Check out their online reviews, though, and you'll see one thing in common. Customer service. 
It's not just difficult, it's impossible to take care of every customer's individual needs when you're operating a massive corporation in several states. Well, you may hear the owner talk to you on the radio, but is he picking up the phone when there's a problem? Jesse Keegan at Keegan Electric Solar answers every call personally and quotes every install himself. There's no pushy salesman, no free giveaway gimmicks, and most importantly, no nonsense. He's ready and available through every step of the solar install process to answer questions and solve problems. To leave the dial-by-number directory to the bloated corporations and give Keegan Electric Solar a call, 619-742-8376. That's 619-742-8376. North County. AM 1170. San Diego. The answer. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. I'm not quite uh, figuring out the name of that song, DJ Kiristics. That's not a 90s throw by jam, is it? 80s. That's 80s. Okay, that went my decade, baby. Who was this? Din Dada. Din Dada? I don't know no Din Dada, baby. Don't don't be playing no more Din Dada, okay? AK, don't do no Din Dada. Okay, I don't break dance. All right, I'm a smooth groove, baby. All right, speak, speaking of smooth grooves, we got James Herson who joins us now. He's an attorney, musician, um, knows the entertainment industry inside and out, and he also knows a bad actor giving bad performances like we saw today with Fiona Schill. Hi, James Herson. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, great to be with you. Was Din Dada, is, is that on the witness list for next week? Yeah, probably. Yeah, Din Dada. Who, Someone, who, uh, some assistant in the State Department or something. I mean, uh, have you yeah. ever, I mean, the, the moment to me that really chapped my hide today was when she's asked about the fact that Vinman, Lieutenant Colonel Chalfief, who was accused, you know, that uh, Lieutenant Colonel Vinman was accused by former Rangers of, of stealing chow during the time in which they have to go hungry and they're malnourished. So Lieutenant Colonel Chow Thief, uh, his his supervisor, Morrison, said that uh, that people knew that he was a leaker when he didn't get his way and he had bad judgment. She's asked about it today. And she says, well, you know, uh, yeah, maybe I had concerns about him, but that's in his personnel file. And I don't, would you want your personnel records? Would you want to be smeared publicly? And I thought, well, lady, what the stink you think you're doing to the president of the United States coming forward here, pushing lies that the Ukrainian government didn't try to go after him and people in his campaign in 2016, that he's a Russian puppet, that the Republicans didn't acknowledge uh, it, what Russian meddling was, and on and on and on with her lies. Who how stupid does this woman think we are, James Herson? Well, I think she's a protege of Adam Schiff, who is very cynical about people and thinks they're very stupid. And look, the main reason she was brought on as a witness is to try to spin and alter the truth about Ukraine's role in 2016. Yes. Because she said that that was a conspiracy theory uh-huh. when it is a reported fact. And remember, uh, Fiona Hill was on one of the boards for George Soros Open Society Institute. This is not a straight shooter. This is somebody who is a far left apparatchik. And uh, so she she was there to basically uh, try to uh, basically play defense on the thing that strikes the biggest fear in Adam Schiff, well, maybe the second biggest, 
And that is the mention of Ukraine 2016. Right. And of course, the mention of crowd strike. Right. Um, of course, we heard um, when uh, we had uh, Vindeman, uh, actually, he, didn't he George Costanza release yeah. that guy? <laughs> He's not yeah, even uh, he, he doesn't was, he's he doesn't have the charm, charisma or even the intelligence of George Costanza. You know, the, his his former but, Ranger, you know, uh, dudes were recruits were saying that he was pushed through strictly because of his language abilities. That was it. But, I, you know, I talked to an individual in the intelligence community. Wait a minute. We've got to stop the proceedings. We can't out the whistleblower. Yeah. And when Adam Schiff did that, he admitted he knew who the whistleblower was, which we all knew because he had he and his staff had contact with him. But he also knew that that person had been talking to Vindman and that yes. Vindman, and that Vindman is the ultimate source, perhaps, of the whistleblower. But the big thing about this, to me, as a lawyer, as you and I are speaking across this country, there are these courtrooms where they have fact-seeking um, sessions that are called trials, and in them. We're talking about since before we had a country, we had traditions that came from the common law in England. And we said for things to be fair, to pursue justice, that we would only accept reliable evidence. And that is direct evidence from witnesses who have direct knowledge of what they testify. That's why literally all of the testimony that has been given being called testimony is it would basically be thrown out of every single courtroom in this United States. Uh, it, what's amazing also when we talk about courtrooms is that the drama, the interest always occurs when there's cross-examination and the, the dramatic moments in, and Schiff maybe at some level knew this, which is why he set up his kangaroo court so that the Republicans would be able to cross-examine when a lot of people had already stopped watching. That right. was his game plan. Right. Yeah. But, but yeah. He sucked. Yeah. He's... Every single witness fell apart. Right. Under the cross-examination with the Republicans, which was excellent. Uh, it, it, it was amazing, actually, uh, especially that moment when Sondland was in there and Turner wouldn't let him go until he admitted yeah. that everything he said was not direct knowledge, wasn't even indirect knowledge. It was a presumption. Right, yeah, we've gone from... Right. right. We've gone from uh, witnesses to which then there was no witnesses. It was all hearsay uh, to um, to presumption to now today. She wasn't even there to even present anything at all related to the phone call. She wasn't even around anymore. She actually did not provide anything. But um, a redirection provide. She was there to clean up for Vinman and then to try to push out the narrative that what Trump wanted to have done any any discussion with Ukraine about Corruption was a domestic track, a domestic political operation, which uh, versus foreign policy. So she was there to basically um, make Trump uh, to tie Trump back to Russia, as well as then set him up again to be somebody who's trying to collude with a foreign government to interfere with our elections. But the reality is that it was the left. If you want to, if you want to call the president of the United States protecting a U.S. election which is a domestic 
political event here in this country from foreign interference. Okay, it was it was a domestic political operation, but she wasn't even there. And but she starts with saying, "I'm here as a fact witness." No, she presented no facts. All she presented That's was opinion. Exactly right. And on top of it, I find it absolutely amazing that this expert uh, and and they didn't they didn't question her. Here's what here's where I think the Republicans went wrong is that everything that you said about her is correct. She is a, a George Soros. The Brookings Institute is nothing, but they make George Soros actually look like they might be middle of the road over there at Brookings. And when she was asked about how why she saw the D- Steele dossier, oh, she got it from Strobe. Okay, well, why didn't they say, well, let's talk about who Strobe is? Um, why did he get it? Um, as was reported in Daily Caller in 2018, she got it from, from Strobe. And who is Strobe? A Clinton crony. And why uh, why would he have been given this? Because he was at one time um, the uh, the on the chairman of the State Department Advisory Board. Well, this whole thing is supposed to be about with these irregular channel. How dared Rudy Giuliani be involved at all with the State Department or any? How can an outsider be brought in? Uh, that's an irregular channel. Well, that's who this dude was. Oh no! And that, actually, it's common for presidents to bring outside counsel, to bring people in on foreign policy. They can deputize anybody they want. And that was the purpose of that David Holmes to come in and demonize Rudy Giuliani. Mm -hmm. Um, That somehow Rudy Giuliani was getting in the way of the true foreign policy, which of course comes from these snobby, smug, uh, you know, State Department people. I mean, is there a requirement that they have to have a certain amount of pomposity? Well, I, yeah. think, I think so. Yeah. Because Sondland came from outside the government. He's he's a businessman, a hotel owner. He was a donor. He gets appointed and he turns into one of them. I, I don't. And all of his lawyers were Democrat operatives. Well, I think for Sondland, excuse me for interrupting, we're running out of time here. I think with Sondland, I want to talk about this uh, Charlie's Angels story real quick while I got you on the phone. But I think with Sondland, what happened was Sondland was a Jeb guy. He's an establishment guy. We've got to remember that that having having an R after your name means very little because look at this guy. He was actually a he was a Democrat and then became a Jeb guy. Yes. He actually w- was a, a Democrat operative. But yeah, but what's amazing is that he he actually puts together a 23-page opening statement and leaves out the exculpatory ma- material. And, I mean, he could have gotten a job for Robert Mueller. Yeah, and then he's asked about it. Well, why'd you leave it out? Well, it wasn't purposeful. It wasn't purposeful. It was the it's the entire thing we're here for. This little this little uh, you know, nothing burger idiot dude who I have no idea why he's on the taxpayer payroll, you know, today he sits there and talks for, for, for what, 45 minutes over, over a two minute phone call. He really didn't get to hear. I mean, this is like insane where we're at, you know, with our government, but what, what the, I think the Republicans should have hit home on today is this Fiona Hill strike at her credibility. She's saying, I'm not, I'm not a partisan. Excuse me. The Brookings Institute is a incredibly partisan. Your background is partisan you have ties to george soros who was a democrat the person who gave you this file is a clinton crony who was in the clinton state department who was brought in as an outsider i get though i got to give the republicans a little bit of a pass though because they you know we have the the state of our entire government is on the shoulders of nunes jim jordan this guy turner and stefanik and it's got to be incredibly difficult to have to try to pierce through every bit of this 
um, you know, and, and it's tough. Okay, so shifting gears a little bit into pop culture, um, we've in in two minutes. What's the deal with this Charlie's Angels? Um, you know, I guess it, it, there was another reboot. It failed, and I guess Elizabeth Banks, the director, is blaming you men. Yeah, she's blaming men. She's blaming sexism because she had announced she would do this very valuable franchise, but she would infuse it with feminism. And it was, of course, to the detriment of it being entertaining uh, and for it to have cheesy scenes with ridiculous dialogue talking about sexism and Uh just it, it was horrid. And so it, you know, it cost close to 50 million hard costs. It was said to have 100 million in promotion and advertising. They've cut it down. Because its debut did 8.6 million, <laughs> which is a huge flop, a super bomb, and it follows in the wake of a whole bunch of other films that were rebooted with feminist or with forcing women, shoehorning them into them: Ghostbusters, Men in Black, Terminator, Stupid. most recent one, Dark Fate, had a very dark fate, and. And, you know, what, what's wrong with uh, Hollywood, you know, there's the maxim, get woke, go broke. And this is another proof of that. And it, it, it's, it's killing this, it, the, the wokeness, the cancel culture, the hyper-political correctness. I mean, you know, we're, we live in a society now where we're gifted comedians can right. no longer write. Can't make a joke. You know, they Here, say, Right. Two transvestites walk into a bar. Right. They can't say it anymore. They can't do that. And na- and, 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 and and they're trying to make movies about chicks running around. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, <laughs> let, the, uh, by the way, Charlie's Angels, the reboot that was done with um, the girl from E.T., Drew Barrymore, made like $260 million, okay? because you, And you know why? Because it was lighthearted, it was fun, and it had them running around in bikinis, okay? Riding on jet skis and bikinis waving guns around, okay? Um, so, you know, I mean, and that's they what sells. Good, they actually had good action scenes in the first one. In, in the first and one. the second one rode on the, you know, and yeah, okay. they had Cameron Diaz, right. had Demi Moore in a special part. Yeah, we got to wrap it up there. I think we got to wrap it there. I think the moral of the story is, look, if you're going to make a movie with women as detectives, put them in bikinis waving around a gun and save us the lecture. Spare us the lecture because nobody wants to see that or hear that. Okay, Hollywood? Now you've heard yeah, it. And from- if you want a comedy, buy the rights to the Adam Schiff show. <laughs> Thank you for being here, James Hurston. I appreciate it. Hurston on Hollywood. Thank you. My All pleasure. right. Now stay tuned because we're going to wrap it up. we got to talk a little bit about the Pope and um, we'll see what else we want to chat with as we roll into Friday. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. 
Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. This is Hugh Hewitt for TownHall.com. As the Democrats in the House continue their hyper-partisan efforts to impeach the president, those of us in media who have defended the president need to stay far away from exaggeration during this process. Some of the, quote, deep state hyperbole we see distracts from the need to drive home the most important point. Adam Schiff is denying the president and his colleagues in the minority due process. Senate Republicans should refuse any article of impeachment birthed by this deeply broken, quote, process. But neither the president nor the country is helped out by hyperbole on their side. Our rhetorical effort should be focused on the fact that Trump did not commit an impeachable offense. In fact, he committed no offense at all. No quid pro quo, no extortion, no bribery. Opportunities are lost every day when the president's defenders overreach into conspiracy theory, refuse to wait upon the facts about wrongdoings by government officials in 2016. Indeed, if there are any at all, stick with the facts. They are with the president. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Are your windows looking a little old? Do they whistle when the wind blows? Where's all that dust and pollen coming from? Are they hard to open and close? Old windows can waste a lot of energy, can make your house feel drafty, let in noise, dust, and pollen, and worse, they may pose a big security risk. Take advantage of huge Black Friday savings on beautiful, energy-efficient window replacements from DreamStyle Windows and Doors, featuring Bella. Save the most money all year with no payments and no interest for two years. Or choose low monthly payments. Save $300 per Pella window and $800 per Pella patio door, and our install is backed with a lifetime warranty. Keep breathing in all that car exhaust, dust, and pollen, or call DreamStyle Remodeling for the perfect solution from Pella. Hurry, call now and schedule by November 29th for huge Black Friday savings. Call 619-354-2270. 619-354-2270. Visit DreamStyleWindows.com. DreamStyle Remodeling of San Diego Inc. License 995160B. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks recovered from an early morning sell-off and in narrowly lower. The Dow down 55, but that's mostly Boeing down 4.5. And a and mixed tariff tantrum, the handy excuse. But trade talks do seem to make progress. Both sides easing their stance a bit. President Trump considers extending the December 15th tariff date. China invites us to Beijing for the talks, but also thinks we're meddling a bit in Hong Kong. Mid-American manufacturing rebounded sharply this month. Existing home sales up 1.9% last month. And Ameritrade up 16%. Schwab puts it in play at 26. As Bristol-Myers completes its $74 billion takeover of cancer drug company Calgene. Apple may be exempt from China tariffs, Walmart to open 500 stores in China over five years, and Tesla unveils its electric pickup. GM will have one next year. Bill Holland with the answer of the day on Wall FM 96.1. North County. AM 1170. San Diego. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Oh, oh, that. <laughs> um, there was somebody else. Speaking of Hollywood, 
one of my favorite um, actors as well as American Patriots, John Voight, uh, received a National Medal of the Arts from what he called a great President Trump. And he talked uh, today at this ceremony about how the Democrat Party has been overtaken by Marxists and how it's become increasingly difficult uh, to work in Hollywood and blasted to Hollywood culture uh, for their liberal propaganda dating from the 1960s. So John Voight, I met him at actually in, 20, in 2016 at Brigitte Gabriel's Act for America conference. I met John Voight, and he's a great man and a great patriot. Okay, so um, the Pope, DJ Carrot Sticks, I want to make sure you're listening up because I know you like to do right. You like to be, we're, we're, we're all sinners, right? But we, but we try to do good when we can. We try to avoid the sin. All right, so um, the Pope has decided that uh, we must introduce into the catechism the sin against ecology, the ecological sin against the common, uh, the, the, the common home that is, is our duty. I, I don't even know what that means. I guess he's trying to say the world. That's our common home, I guess. So, it, so now he's wanting you to not commit the, the sin uh, of ecology. Hey, I did not see this story, but did I not call it? Yeah, you did. I Although thought, he doesn't I said get the into sin was going to be not recycling. Right, but see, the thing is, 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 is in true fashion, he doesn't give any specifics. As it's just, it's all indoctrination. It's about mind control. He talks. It's not coincidental that at times uh, there is a resurgence of symbols typical of Nazism, a culture of waste. And, uh, you know, I, I guess you if anybody would recognize a symbol of Nazism, it might be this pope who actually was a Nazi, uh, wasn't he? Um, but to try to equate. Oh, in this. Uh, he said that developments in politics uh, remind him of dark episodes from humanity's past, including Adolf's Third Reich. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You would know about that, wouldn't you, Mr. Nazi? Uh, so, you know what? Uh, People can believe whatever they want to believe. You know, um, I, I, I decide with the, I got my Bible and I got my relationship with the Lord. And thanks, Pope. But I don't need you to tell me uh, what uh, what a sin is, particularly since you can't even identify an ecological sin. Right. Thou showeth, recycleth the cans and plasticeth. He, yeah, he's not even saying that, which, you know, he, he can't even be specific. And we recycle here. Just FYI, we do. Well, well, but but the truth of the matter is, and we should probably do an, a, a segment on this because I was told that you know the reality is is it all goes to the same dump over off the fifty two, the city dump. I think here in San Diego we recycle pl- one and two plastics, and they they get money from that. But anything besides that, I think I think. What you right. the Pope's boy now? You you preaching? You know, uh, you call oh, ecological. Hey, they charge sin? us for it here. We get charged five cents a bottle. You might as well recycle. Get your money back. Yeah. All right. We're paying for it. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think that, you know, I don't really need anybody to be defined. This is this is politicizing your religion. This is seizing. This is indoctrinating uh, vulnerable minds that are trusting you. And I think it's absolutely despicable to do that, to inject your politics. And quite frankly, with this kind of nonsense, I, I don't understand why they still have their tax exempt status, quite frankly. Right. It wasn't that long ago where we had officials down in a church in Houston wanting to remove somebody's taxes status because they said something about being pro-traditional marriage. So how about how about equal sin for all churches? All right, we'll be right back here tomorrow night, Friday night. <laughs>